Hey, it's Vince Murata coming up on the Thursday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings. We called the Cardinals game last week for Fox. He's doing it again this week. We'll talk football and Cardinals with Mark Schlereth. Starts tomorrow morning at 6 here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's the old adage. We've all heard it many, many times before. Good things happen to good people. And uh, might have taken a while, certainly understandably so, given that you're talking about a Hall of Famer and just the all-time great voice of Phoenix Sports and Al McCoy. But good things do happen to good people, and John Bloom is good people. And today we were all very, very excited. When it was made official, we were all hoping, assuming it was going to be done. But John Bloom today was officially named as the successor to Al McCoy on the radio play-by-play side. And joining us in studio, the voice of the Phoenix Suns, John Bloom, joining us here in studio. Bloomer, congratulations, man. I can't even... Through the moon for you. No, oh, I'm right there with you, man. And thank you, both of you, uh, Bernsey and Gambo, uh, for all the support. Uh, I've known you both, uh, not that much less than the 20 years I've spent in the Valley. I mean, I met Gambo first. I think we were over across the dial and then, uh, both made our way over here where Bernsey was holding it down as the true professional you've always been. Uh, and you know, I think one thing that is exciting for a lot of us, you guys, me, everybody who knows me has worked with me is, uh, you know, this is a story that is fun to share because not only is it a childhood dream of mine to do this job, but uh, when I did get here 20 years ago, I moved here for my wife's job uh, and I had to kind of grind and scratch and figure out what I could do. And it started with the Cardinals and the public address announcing and the post game show hosts of the cards and getting to know you guys and filling in and doing shows here and there, golf shows, golf lots, stuff. lots of golf right. shows. Uh, but I always knew the Suns was where I wanted to be. Uh, I've been a Suns fan since I was 13 years old when Kevin Johnson got traded here as a, as a rookie. Uh, he was my favorite athlete of all time. And so the Suns became my team, and I had to go to battle for them in high school because all my boys were Warriors fans. And back <laughs> then, I had the bragging rights. Those tables flipped a little bit over the course of the last decade or so, but I am excited to know that they're about to flip again and that I get to call these games, and I can't be more thrilled uh, to, to be able to be in this seat. Uh, thanks to Al McCoy, the Hall of Famer in every sense of those words, the legend for teaching everything that he taught to me, uh, more than anything, being a great human being uh, and knowing that that's the most important thing. So uh, this is uh, this is about to be a very exciting year for the Bloom family, and uh, I'm, I'm just thrilled to be here and share this excitement with you guys. Uh, you know how we feel about you. You do a phenomenal job, a great job. This is well-deserved. I think this is, I mean, you're just the poster child for perseverance, man. I mean, you know, now, now, listen, you know, credit to your wife for everything she did to allow you to you pursue right. this dream, to yeah. pursue it, because a lot of people would, would have had to bail. They would have had to bail after a couple of years. I mean, this is what, 15 years in the making? Yep. You know, and, to and, get and, to and this she's point. been with me a lot longer than that. I know, been, yeah, I know. But a lot of people just can't <laughs> wait that long. You just, you, you persevered, man. And then you earned this job. You earned it. When, when did you, when did Al tell you that it was, that this was going to be his last year? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, it was, you know, the one thing I will say about my relationship with Al McCoy, and I, I bet he would probably echo this, but, um, you know, we uh, were close and obviously colleagues and, and friends, but I never went there with him. I never once said, hey, Al, how long are you going to work? How long do you want? Did he ever just hint to you that you're the guy when I go, when I I retire, it's going to be you? There was just this unspoken, you know, kind of um, 
relationship that we had of knowing that I was going to be there whenever he needed me. Uh, and I think I knew that he was going to have my back when he decided to uh, hang it up, uh, that, that he would probably put in a good word. That was at least what I was hoping. And uh, and I know he did. And we have talked subsequently. And, and I know he's, he's thrilled for me, too. Uh, and yet you're right. It's a grind. And that's the story I love to share, Gambo. Look, I have a lot of friends uh, that I grew up with um, back in the Bay Area. Some of them are spread around the country. I hear you lamenting being in the Fantasy League with your boys. These are all the boys I'm in the Fantasy League with, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I love these dudes. And um, they all told me when we were at the draft a few weeks ago what this meant for them to tell their kids you know, about me getting this gig. I was able to let them know in advance. Uh, and just hearing like that, hearing kind of other people sharing that this can be a motivational thing for people, that means a lot to me. Because it took a lot of people motivating me to stay in it. Like you said, thank God for my wife. Number one on that list by a landslide, the patience she's had for me as a person – Period. Enough of that. Had to carry uh, you for a few exactly. years. Let alone paying every bill. <laughs> golf mix. What was it? Golf mix. Yeah, you remember. I, remember. I tried golf a lot mix. of stuff. I probably, I probably built some putting greens for some of our listeners uh, when I was with Mirage Greens of the Valley back in the day. I did all kinds of stuff. But the bottom line is, I stayed with it, uh, and I and I relied on. Um, just my passion, I think, and the fact that I knew that if I could share my passion and what I've trained to do this whole time, which is really what I love to do and paint that picture for people who don't have the picture. Yeah. The radio play-by-play specifically is what I love to do. And you're so good at it. John Bloom joining us here in studio, just named today as the voice of the Phoenix Suns here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Uh, I was there that night in the building this past year when the Suns were eliminated at the hands of the Denver Nuggets. And there was no reason to hang around. I mean, there's no reason to hang around that game at all, right? Like, it was awful. But I hung around because specifically in that fourth quarter, it was put in the earbuds, listen to the call, soak up those last few minutes of Al McCoy, knowing that that was that. And I think the only thing that put a smile on my face that whole night was when Al, you know, he thanked a lot of people, but I think specifically by name, specifically, you were just about, like, he called you out. And I remember tweeting something about it, like, I'm so glad he did that. I'm so glad because he deserves it. He, for you, talk a little bit about the mentorship with Al McCoy, because we are talking, like, for a guy who grew up here, it's Al McCoy, right? Like, for you, what was it like learning under that tutelage and learning from him? Yeah, I think it was a combination of factors, because it's one thing to look at him and to listen to him and to know how unbelievable it is for a human being to be as good as he was at his craft for that long. Right for that that longevity, fifty one years at the same job to do it at the level he did it. That's one thing, but it's a whole different thing to be the, the person that he is uh, and to learn about how he carried himself, mm-hmm. about how he operated. Uh, you know, within that role uh, was such a blessing for me. Uh, I would say that I have a good idea of what people feel for Al McCoy here in the Valley. I have a very good idea for how he has entered families and households all over this area uh, and become part of us, part part of our families, right? Now, I'm lucky enough that I got to sit next to him at games and and work with him and learn from him, and that is definitely going to help me uh, do the best I can do at this job. But it's also just, I think, stepping back and appreciating Al McCoy McCoy and what he accomplished as the voice of the sons and what he means to everybody who 
puts a son's hat, a son's shirt on, who wears any sort of son's gear, who cheers for this team, who works for this team, who has any attachment to this basketball team in this community, we all have an attachment to Al McCoy. So I have a unique understanding for that, and I am never going to lose that. And I'm always going to have an appreciation yeah. for him. And we all do. And, you know, there's a part of it, it's, it's sad to see him go, but man, the excitement that we have for you. What I love about you, um, and, and Steve Berthume, I think you two guys are my favorite. You and Steve Berthume, just your passion, your energy that you bring every single night. But more than that, just how prepared you guys are. When I'm watching a game, I really want, I, I know all the Suns players. I really want to get Get some insight on the other team. I really want to get some insight into, oh, how did that player get here? I can't remember. You and Berthume do as good a job as anybody about telling me about these players and how he got here. He was a free agent pickup. He came in a trade. Here's what this guy's doing. I love the. I love how prepared you are, and I feel like I'm learning something when I listen to guys like you and Steve. So the only thing I'll say to you as my friend, man, just keep doing what you're doing, because what you did got you here, and I know you've got that worth that work ethic. you got a great work ethic, and I just love hearing you call a game. I truly do, and you know that. You know I love hearing you call a game. Thanks, man, and, and it's a great company to be in, and I, I do love the prep part. When, when kids, you know, and I know you guys talk to aspiring broadcasters a lot, too, just like I do. When, when they ask, you know, uh, what's the key and, and how can you get to the, to the spot that you're in? For me, it's the same thing about hearing great athletes when they say they embrace every part of it, even the worst part of their workouts, they embrace it. It's part of what they love about their job. You have to, right? To be great, you have to love all of it, not just the great parts about playing the game. It's all the other stuff. So for me, that's the element of it as a geeky broadcaster dude is diving deep on every player yes. learning about yes. them teaching myself about them and then if I get an opportunity and it's quick in basketball you don't get a ton of time not like baseball with Steve where you got to come up with the stories but for us you got to squeeze it in right yes. I love doing that you I love do. squeezing those little nuggets in and I will keep, continue to do that for you Gamble for everybody I uh, and know that when I'm doing that and when you like hearing it I love describing it and I love sharing it. It's just something I love more than anything. It's obvious we're very happy for you. So man, congratulations Thank from the bottom of our hearts. We appreciate it, man. And and best of luck. We'll, I'm, we'll be talking to you a million times during the season. I know that. So I wish the season started today. Uh, you know I want to go call a game. Uh, seriously. I'm, I'm so <laughs> no disrespect to a pennant chase or a playoff right? race or the start of an NFL season or you, college football. You got all the names I, down? I am so ready Working for the sun it. season to start. Oh, man. I am so ready. And hats off to the NBA. Uh, uh, for the schedule makers, they have a starting the preseason in the city I started my career in, and they have a starting the regular season in the city I was born and raised in. It is it's it's like they knew. It's, it's like they yeah. knew. Let's go. Yeah, it's like they knew. What's the, what's the hardest name? The hardest name for the Suns? Yeah. Ooh, uh, is it going to be Utah? Am I going to call him Utah? It's I think it's Utah Watanabe. Utah Watanabe. Yeah, Utah. Utah. Uh, and then uh, Kata Bates Diop. Not a hard name, but a new one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anything okay. too tricky. All right. Yeah. John I'm going to look at the assistants. John Bloom would text me a thousand times during the season. A Kogi. A Kogi. A Kogi. <laughs> That's right. Not a Kogi. A Kogi. Hard I swear to God. To tell I got, you or me? Uh, uh, me. Okay. I mean, you. There's no telling you. No, I mean, it was <laughs> specifically to pass it on oh, to so no, It was me, too. But then after Josh that, Koji. <laughs> the third text I got from you, like, all right, I get it. Blah, 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 it's a Kogi. I'll start yeah. calling it. But for Gambo, there's, right, let's, there's let's no Let's do a test him. here for you before I leave. Real quick. Do we like the nickname? He, they call him J.O. That's what they the, the, his teammates call him J.O. But when he makes a good play, I want to call him... J-I-O! 
Uh oh, yeah, Jay. Are we, are we good with that? How about Raro? <laughs> Jay Raro. Bloomer, keep keep to run that. I'm by still the boys working in R and D. We'll see what they have to say about that. John Bloom, the voice of the Phoenix Suns, joining us here in studio.